Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hold. 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 Recorded live. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Say this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. And once again, we thank the Lord for another day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I bless all of you, and I pray you had a blessed holiday. We have Minister Franklin on the line this morning. Minister Franklin, are you there? Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Praise God. Good morning. I bring you greetings this morning to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I will be coming from Daniel chapter 3 this morning, and I will be reading verses... 14 through 18. Daniel chapter 3, verses 14 through 18. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this word that you have put in my spirit to share with your people. I thank you, Father God, for making our hearts ready to receive everything that you would have us to do, that we'll be forever willing and available to do what you have called us to do, to stand before your people with boldness, Father God to know that we are victorious in you. And no matter what situation comes up up in our lives, Father God, that we can stand knowing that when we have done all to stand, that you will always be there with us. For this battle is not yours. If this battle is not ours, God, it is yours. In Jesus' name, help your people to receive this word and to act on it. Amen. Daniel chapter 3 I am going to be speaking about the entire chapter, but I'm just going to read 14 through 18. It says, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, he was talking to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready... That at, the, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, harp, sacrament, sautry, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you shall fall and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. And I titled this, Faith in the Fire. We can think of many times in our lives when we were told to do something and we didn't want to do it, but we did it anyway. 
And there are also times we remember being told to do something and we just simply refused to do it. No matter what someone said, we still wouldn't do it, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Sometimes when we refuse to do things, it's legally wrong. We know that stealing and we know that running red lights and speeding and breaking and entering and parking in a no-parking zone or where uh, a spot has been set aside for someone who has physical challenges, we know that's legally wrong. So we refuse to do it for those reasons. Other times we refuse to do things because they are morally wrong or they go against our beliefs. Uh, such as lying, cheating, being disrespectful, or as Christians, we believe that same-sex relationships are wrong. But in this case, worshiping images or idol gods is morally wrong. It goes against the word of God. But no matter why we refuse to do something, the bottom line is we don't do a lot of things because we just don't want to face the consequences or the punishments for doing it. God's punishment, like his forgiveness, is not equal to anything any human can do to us. Man's punishment can be seen as temporary. It's just for a little while. It only lasts for a few minutes, or if you have to spend jail time, this may be considered physical punishment, but it's not hindering your spirit. But when God punishes us, it can be for generations. It's not going to be just on us. It can be on our children. It can be on our children's children. And throughout the Old Testament, we can read where it says that they punished them uh, for several generations because of what a one person or a few people did. But then there's also eternal punishment where we our souls are sent to hell. And that's a fire, a continuous burning that we don't want to face or we shouldn't want to face it. When it comes to refusing to do something because it's against God's word, we need to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We don't need to be concerned about the consequences man has for us. We need to be concerned about the consequences God has for us when we go against his word. These three young men made up their minds to serve God no matter where they were, no matter what consequences they had to face. And if you read the book of Daniel, you'll see at the beginning that these were Daniel's friends. And at the beginning of chapter 3, they called them his brothers. And at the beginning of Daniel, they refused to eat the king's food. And they told the eunuch, Daniel told the eunuch, you know, let us eat the fruits and the vegetables and drink the water so that we don't defile our bodies. And after a certain amount of time, when the eunuch came back, they looked better than the ones who had been eating the king's food. And we know that they've been standing on God's word for a while. So this chapter shouldn't come as a surprise to us when they refused to bow down to this image that Nebuchadnezzar had built. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew that they would be put to death if they didn't bow down to this image that Nebuchadnezzar had created because they were men that he had put in position. They were in power in this kingdom. But they still didn't allow that their position in his kingdom to hinder their worship with God. 
They knew that physical death was not the end for them because they served the mighty God who was an all-consuming fire, and physical death is just a process that everybody must go through in order to get to their eternal home. And with God is where they wanted to be. When we think about fire, we know that it can be useful or it can be dangerous. It depends on the situation. It can be something that you enjoy if you're sitting by a fireside at a campsite or if you put a fire in your fireplace. But we also know that it can be dangerous when it takes over a a house or a car. It can do harm to our bodies. But when your faith is being tested, or threatened with fire. You can either cave in, give up, and surrender, or you can stand your ground knowing that you have the all-consuming fire, which is Jesus, on your side. When I was researching this, I found out that this fiery furnace was similar to a cremation chamber where it was at least 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, and it could reach temperatures of 2,000 degrees, and when you read in Daniel chapter 3, Nebuchadnezzar had that furnace heated seven times hotter than normal, which would have been over 7,000 degrees, and if you know anything about cremation, it takes a human body two to three hours to burn, but as you go on to read, when these three were put into this fiery furnace before they could even be put in there. The people who carried them there were consumed immediately. Mind you, these three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were fully clothed. They had their hands uh, shackled and chained and all, as well as their feet. So they were being escorted by people, and they were not burned like the ones who had escorted them to the entryway of this fiery furnace. You have to remember that there are people around you who want you destroyed. They want to lead you to a place where they think you will be harmed. They are taking you there specifically to do you harm, to kill you. But your faith should make you strong, that you, the ones around you will be knocked down or even killed in the situation that they thought would take you out. There's always somebody sitting around a little ways off waiting for you to be destroyed, waiting for you to be consumed by the fire. And when you aren't, they stand up to get a better look. As you go down in verse 24, you'll see that Nebuchadnezzar stood up in astonishment when he realized that the people around these three Hebrew boys were destroyed and they weren't. And then they were put into this furnace. And then I went on to the Holy Spirit gave me that when your faith is rooted and grounded in the word of God, you know without a doubt that even if you have to go through some fire, you don't compromise just one time. You plant your feet and your faith in God and Jesus will meet you in that situation, just like he met these three in that fiery furnace. Because as you read on in Daniel chapter 3, they were watching as they were in this fiery furnace, and they said it looks like four people are in this furnace, and the fourth one looks like the Son of God. So they were familiar with the Son of God. They just didn't have a relationship with him. Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to worship him and not God. 
So know that when your faith is rooted and grounded in God, when you hit that bottom, when you get into that situation that was prepared to destroy you, Jesus is already there because he is everywhere. When you enter it fully closed like they did, your clothes won't be burned. The chains on your hands and your feet will be the only thing that will be burned so that you can be free to worship him, to praise him, to magnify him, to lift him up, to let others see like these three Hebrew boys did that no matter what, we will not worship this golden image. We will not bow down to you, Nebuchadnezzar. We will not bow down to the situation that we are faced with. So know that when your faith is tried by fire, when the doctors say that you have a sickness or a disease that won't be cured, you can stand firm on God's word. When your children are going through in school with that teacher who may be singling them out. They can stand on God's word and they can pray for that teacher. When those children feel like they are being bullied, they can pray for those other children who are mistreating them. We have to teach our children to do this for themselves because we're not always around them. We have to go through some of these fiery trial situations to know how strong we really are, to see that Jesus is there with us to get us through these things. When we get that shut-off notice that's saying that those lights are going to be disconnected, when you feel like that marriage isn't going to work out, when you feel like that child is not serving the God that you taught them to serve, plant your feet stand rooted and grounded and say, devil, the God I serve will deliver me. And if he doesn't, I'm still not going to bow down. Because when you come out of that fire, Jesus is going to come out with you. The chains that had you bound will have melted. Your clothes won't be singed and you will not smell or look like what you've been in but you got to know Jesus for yourself. Your faith will be under fire. But know that when you go through the fire, you will not be burned as long as your faith is in Jesus. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for your word. I thank you, Father, that as your children go through these fiery trials, that they will be rooted and grounded, knowing that you are there with them, for you said that you would never leave them nor forsake them, Father. You will meet them in that situation as long as they are rooted and grounded in you, that they will be steadfast, unmovable, O oh God, praising you and worshiping you in the midst of that situation, so that those who are around them will be like Nebuchadnezzar when they come out. And they will begin to worship the same God that your children worshiped as they went into this situation. Father God, I give you glory, honor, and praise that they will stand for you no matter what or no matter who is coming against them. Knowing that they are clothed in your full armor and you, they can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. 
and they stand for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, bless the Lord, saints. That is the word of the Lord. Hey, listen, let our faith stand in the midst of our trials and our temptations, all adversity, because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hey, beloved, this is Apostle Keith Brooks. That was Minister Franklin. And listen, we want you to enjoy the word of God. But most of all, know that your God is able to deliver you from whatever you're faced with in this life. Listen, God doesn't always come when we want him, but he will be on time. Tell Thursday morning, tell a neighbor, friend, let's get up on the prayer line. Let's press our way. Let's start fasting and praying one for another, fasting and praying for ministry, fasting and praying for our leaders, for our country. Listen, if my people that are called by my name only humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, God said, then he'll heal this land and hear our prayers. Listen. I'm crying out for God to do something for this world, for this land, for our children and grandchildren. We need to exercise this faith to the next generation. Hey, till Thursday morning. Again, this is Apostle Keith Brooks. I'll talk with you, God's willing. Let's pray one for another. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.